When you think about the future, how are you spending your time? What problems do you want to solve? What career paths exist and how will you get there? Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andre Anderson, Program Coordinator for Next Generation Scholars. This week, we are learning about so many things. We have kind of a mixed bag, bag of potpourri episode, and we all things like a unique summer internship for Kent County High School students, college athletics, the journey from Kent County High School to Stevenson University, and so much more. And I'm really excited to have a special guest, Gordon Wallace, who is an alumnus of Kent County High School. And we're just going to talk about all the things. How are you today, Gordon? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. We're so excited. So let's start with introduction. So share what you do, kind of your your journey from, well, let's just start. Share with what you, what you do. We'll start there. Okay. So I kind of do two things right now. I am the media and communications coordinator for Sumner Hall, which is located in downtown Chestertown. Sumner Hall, for those who may not know, is a JR post which stands for Grand Army of the Republic. It was built after a Civil War by Civil War veterans, African-American Civil War veterans who fought for the Union. Um, those, I'm not exactly sure if they all were from Kent County, but they all made their way to Kent County after the war to build the GAR post that is currently standing in downtown Chestertown. And I also have like my own small digital marketing business, which is called Pick Six Digital. And I do like digital marketing consulting. That's so awesome. Okay, so are you ready for this? Here's a yeah. connection that I didn't realize we had. So when I was a student at Washington College, I was in a, a group called Students in Free Enterprise, SIFE for short. Now I think it's called Enactus. It's an international organization. And one of our tasks, we did community projects, was to do a marketing campaign for the GAR. So all of the current, yeah, I know. <laughs> so all of the current thing, the, what they kind of rolled in with when they did this whole big refresh 15 years ago, <laughs> um, that was our group. We were part of this. I didn't know we had that in common. That's awesome. I, I love oh, all of these King County pro. connections. Yes, I love it. So you keep yourself pretty busy. I'll try to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So take me back. How did you get there? So let's say you're you're a senior at King County High School. What was going through your mind? What did you think you wanted to do? What was, what was your priority? Well, going into my senior year, I was really excited for my senior year of football. Um, at the time, the head coach was Brandon Ireton. Mm -hmm. He's a great guy, great coach. I still talk to him today. And um, he, he told me I could play college football. So I was like, I was like, let's go. I was I was excited. We we had a pretty good season. We did okay. Um, we made regionals, but we lost that game. And like the recruiting process at that time, he kind of I knew I was going D three. So he had like five or six coaches come talk to us all. I want to say it was like seven or eight of us that could play in college. And the coach I connected with most was from Stevenson University, a guy named Dustin Johnson, who isn't currently at Stevenson anymore. He's the head coach at Willie Pitt. Congrats to him. But he was he was from the Eastern Shore. He played football at Salisbury. So we had a lot in common. And he was the defensive coordinator, and I was going to play defense in college. So it was kind of just like the perfect fit for me. That's awesome. Had Before your coach had mentioned it, had you thought about 
playing in college? Had you thought about that process before? Uh, not not really, to be honest. I didn't know too many people from Kent County that, that played college football prior to my me going into high school. So it it didn't seem that common, I guess. So it was like a whole new world, and and that's so great that we we talk about that a lot on this show. Those that network and those connections and and people that you know might be able to help you realize a path that hadn't really crossed your mind. So that's awesome. So you felt a good connection at Stevenson, and what did you do next? Did you visit? Yes, um, I went on a visit with my mom. We went to see a football game. Um, it was it was a night. I think they won that game. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> My mom really fell in love with the campus, so, you know, mom loved it. I I liked it, and I was pretty much sold at that point. Yeah, given a chance to play. Yeah, you, you did. But, you visited a couple of other schools, too. But I was, I was pretty much sold on, on Stevenson. Yeah, so talk about that process going from, from high school to college. What... What were you, what was going through your mind? What did you feel like looking back? Oh, I wish I would have known X, Y, or Z. You know, we have some seniors that are getting ready, actually some that will likely go to Stevenson and getting ready to make that, that next step. So spring of senior year, what, what were you thinking or what do you kind of wish you had known? Um, I would say I wish I applied for more scholarships. Mm-hmm. You know, my wound, I wouldn't have so many loads over here right now. I wish I only went to see, I want to say like two or three schools. I wish I had made a list. I wish I had started my junior year actually visiting colleges, getting exposure to like different college campuses, maybe looked at more colleges out of state, just to get a feel of what it would have been like out of state versus in state. Um, Those are all good things. Those are things that I'm like turning blue in the face talking to students about. So I'm glad that you're saying them too. Like listen from somebody that was in your shoes. They're saying, please apply for scholarships. Please look at schools, make a list. I love that. And yeah. we're, we're really trying to get the juniors to 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 get into gear and, and start even now with, you know, if they haven't already looking at schools and kind of figuring out what they need to do in their, their senior year. Even in all of this, you know, COVID craziness, we're, we're seeing a lot more schools are going back in person. Actually, we just had a guest who was a freshman at Stevenson a couple weeks ago, and she's there. She's on campus and taking classes in person. So she said it was a a weird experience, but she's so glad she's there. (laughs) I would also add, um, for anyone who plans on playing a sport in college, a lot of colleges offer offer camps over the summer. So it's a good way to build connections with coaches. Mm -hmm. I wish I did more of that as well. That's a really good, that's really good advice. So, okay, other than so the whole process was kind of new to you in your senior year, but any other tips for, for those, you know, looking at, at college athletics, like what, what should they be focusing on right now? Um, depending on your sport, I would say go to as many camps as possible. So I can, I can talk about football. There's um, different combines that are held throughout the year for players in like the DMV area and all over all college programs have camps that you can go to. It's a good way to work on your skills, but also a good way to compete with people your age. So you can you can get a gauge of where you compare to your peers. I would also um I would find like whatever position you play, study an NFL player who is the best at that position. Mm. Find like all the intangibles that he has. Um football I learned a lot about football in college as opposed to, 
I guess that you just don't you don't really have the time to touch on the details in high school that you do in college. So I would really work on perfecting your craft. If you have any guys around you who have played at the next level, always be in their ear, always asking questions. No question is a dumb question, I would say. Yeah, I love that. It's so important to just ask the question, just reach out and, and know that you have a network, especially somewhere like Kent County. You know, it, it's such a tight-knit community that, that there's somebody out there who wants to answer your questions and, and wants to help you. So, okay, we're, we're in senior year of high school. Let's go back to that. And what did you think you wanted to pursue? Like, what kinds of careers were, were interesting to you at that time? Um, at the time, I was in the culinary program. So that exposure to the culinary field, shout out to Mr. Keller. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really started to think about cooking, I guess, in a way. I mean, that was my summer job at the time. And I would, I realized I, I didn't want to be a chef, I guess. But it was a good experience to realize that I would say having that exposure to that, um, that industry kind of made me look for different avenues of what I wanted to pursue. Um, I knew I wanted to do something with business. I actually worked at a marina over the summer and like talking to the managers about how, like, how they ran the marina itself on the business side of things was really fascinating to me. Which marina did you work at? I worked at Great Oak. Great Oak, nice. That's awesome. So you kind of got to talk with them about business and you thought, okay, business is something I want to pursue. And then once you got to Stevenson, how did you refine that? What did you end up studying? Um, I, After learning more about business, I realized marketing was the path I wanted to go down. And at the time, Stevenson offered digital marketing. So there was no choice to choose regular marketing. And my who became my advisor, Tanisha Toller, Dr. Toller. Um, she shared a video with us about the Share Coke campaign and like how that started, how, what the research they did prior going into it and how effective that campaign ended up being globally. And I was just blown away. I was fascinated by it. And I was like, digital marketing is the path for me <laughs> from there on out. That's awesome. So kind of a another connection for you. So you had that connection in high school for football and then the connection in college. And it was like, okay, this is what I want to pursue. And what, and you now you have your own business and you, you do something with the, the GAR. How did you start that? Or when did you start that? Um, I realized I was in that, in actress as well. Oh, another connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite professor, uh, Janine Morris, she, she was an adjunct professor at the time. So, for those who may not know, she was like a part-time professor. And when she wasn't teaching, she was running her own small digital marketing business. And I started to talk to her about that. And she started to explain the lifestyle and what she did and how it related to what we were actually learning in class. And I was fascinated. So the end of junior year and all of senior year, I used to meet with her to ask questions about how to get started and she kind of led me down this path. I still talk to her today. Anytime I have a question about how to conduct, conduct business, she's always there for me. And I also just didn't land a job. <laughs> I, went, I went on a few interviews after graduation, but I, I remember what a lot of people, what a lot of these seniors will find out their senior year of college is everyone kind of scrambles in that last semester searching for jobs we all go through it and one of my roommates had explained to me that 
he reached out to like a hundred jobs and he was hoping to hear back from at least 10 of them. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, if I reach out to a hundred businesses, I'd rather reach out to a hundred for my business because if I land 10, if you land 10 regardless or get 10 phone calls back, I figured it might as well be for my own business than me working for their business. I love that. So you were like, okay, I'm going to start my own. And yeah. what, what kinds of, what, what projects are you working on right now or anything that, that you've completed that you felt really, really great about? What, what kinds of things do you, do you want to um, share? Yeah, I've, I've created a few logos. I've created the Chesapeake Carlin logo. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I created a logo for Minari's Dream Alliance, which is a nonprofit around here. I've created a few websites. I'm currently working on a website for someone. And that's about it so far. It's been like a few like graphic design pro- projects here and there, a few banners I've designed. But so far, it's it's been a learning experience and I've enjoyed the ride. I'm enjoying the ride. <laughs> that's awesome. So, well, great. That's a good connection to the internship I want to talk about. So Chesapeake Heartland and then also being with the, the GAR and Minories Dream Alliance. So all of those great organizations are kind of coming together for this really unique internship opportunity. Do you want to talk a little bit about the Hip Hop Time Capsule? Yes. So the Hip Hop Time Capsule is a summer program through the Chesapeake Heartland Project, which for those who may not know, is an African-American humanities project exploring the history of African-American history starting in Kent County and they'll eventually branch out to the larger eastern shore. Um, the Chesapeake Bay is considered like the, the heartland of the African-American experience. And this summer project will focus on the musical aspect of Kent County. We want to invite high schoolers in to conduct oral history interviews with um, older musicians to learn about the history and what it was like growing up when they were making music. But we also would like them to interpret that music to create their own product, their own whatever they can out of that music. So it's really, it's really the idea of um, sampling. Uh, for those who understand sampling and music, taking something old and putting your own twist to make a new product. Which kind of in the process of learning about this internship, I kind of realized or learned from you that there are a lot of artists that do this <laughs> a lot of people will sample and you can there's a website even that you can go to to figure out where they kind of got those pieces from that's pretty cool yep, who sampled.com look up your favorite song you can you can probably find they sampled someone yeah it all kind of relates together and I love that you're pulling high school students in and the best part is that it's a paid internship <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. So give us details. How can students find the internship? How can they apply? What are some dates? Yeah, so um, they can they can apply by going to chesapeakeheartland.org. Uh, once you go into the website, there's a tab. Um, I want to say it says internships and fellowships. If you hover over that, you should see 2021 Hip Hop Time Capsule. You go there, you answer three questions, and you're, you apply. Simple as that. That's awesome. I'm so excited to to share that with I've already shared it with some students. They're really really excited and are there any deadlines or when when should they apply by? Um I, w- I feel I like May 1st or May 15th. I'm going to say May 1st or May 15th. Yeah. Yeah. So there there's time. There's time. If, um I would also offer if anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Um 
I don't know. <laughs> the best way is just to find me at Sumner Hall. You're there a lot, or are you there? Do yeah, do you physically? I'm there, I'm there a decent amount. Um, or my, I'm pretty sure you can find my email on the Sumner Hall website, which is just sumnerhall.org. You can just email me directly, and I can help you out through the process. That's awesome. So this is an opportunity for students to get a better sense of the community in Kent County and and learn more about music and and <clears throat> talk to people, and then also use it to create something of of their own. So. I can see this being such a great tool, some a resource or something they can refer to on their resume or as they're going on job interviews or college interviews. This is something amazing they can talk about that they've, you know, they dive into history, they understand the importance of how it impacted the community, and then here's something I created as a result of that. I'm I'm so excited. This is such a great opportunity for for students. And I think it's a great opportunity because you get to interact with a lot of different professionals you may not run into in your normal day-to-day life being a high school student. You get to interact with professors from the college, musicians from the community. You can I'll help out with the project, a graphic designer in the community. It's all these, all these different professionals that you may not normally see will be there for you to use in any way to teach you what they know and help you develop. That's awesome. We talk a lot about that network and, and building community and, you know, reaching out to, to professionals to help. And I think it might be scary for a high school student to reach out to a, you know, a college professor on their own, but a program like this that can, you know, put them all in the same in the same room working on the same project with a really good energy that just helps to break down that barrier a little bit and maybe make it less scary. <laughs> maybe make it less scary. So no. What's next for you? Like, what are you, what are you excited about? You said you're working on a, a website project right now, but anything kind of coming down the, the pipeline you want to talk about? Um, not really. Any, uh, what about me? <laughs> I'm really, sure you're like so many yeah, things. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, it's, it's a lot going on, but I guess I'm pretty just focused on just getting the work done. I guess the biggest thing is um, at Sumner Hall, um, another aspect of the Chesapeake Heartland Project is digitizing and documenting the history of African Americans. Like I mentioned earlier, last summer hall in particular, we're focused on African American veterans. So we've, I want to say we conducted about seven oral history interviews with um, veterans in the community. Um, we digitized one veteran collection so far. And all this can be found at ChesapeakeHeartland.org in the digital archive. So you can see everything that's been added into this archive. It's a, it's a great resource. It's, I want to say it's probably over 500 images of just African-American life in Kent County. That's awesome. But in particular, we we have like books of just names. It's, it's amazing. It's actually amazing to see. We have one book from the Civil War that has 499 veteran names from African-Americans from Kent County who served in the Civil War. Wow. And we're developing books for every other major conflict leading up to present day. We probably have, last time I checked, I want to say 230 names for World War I veterans, about 200 for World War II. It's, it's fascinating. It's Wow. So the, really, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. What does that process look like when you're, you're reaching out to, to capture some oral history? Like, are there people are they still living in Kent County do you have to find them what does that look like um we have to find them <laughs> so we we go about 
first with the list. We develop a list or we put resources out, different social media posts to put feelers out for to find out who is a veteran, who's not a veteran. Um, kind of a benefit for me or advantage for me is since I'm from Kent County, I know individuals in Kent County who are veterans. So I've kind of reached out to my small network and through that, that small network has grown into a larger network of veterans that have contacted us to be interviewed. They come in, um, There, there's a release form because we, we have to explain the process of what this will be used for. Um, it will not be used for any commercial use. It's more of a resource tool. And essentially we want students and community members to interact with these, these oral histories these um, documents, these all of this material in the archive to gain a better understanding of the history around them. So it's a free resource. That's so awesome. So with the Hip Hop Time Capsule Project, are there any, like in, in maybe putting that process together, were there any kind of surprises of, of musical history in Kent County that you've encountered? Um, I... I would say the church history. Um, there's one, uh, can't remember her name right now, but she's fluent in Spanish. There's actually an interview with her where she sung a Spanish hymn, a religious hymn, f while she was being interviewed. Just the, the depth and knowledge of a lot of these um, pretty prominent African-American church figures. It's, it's amazing to hear their story and also hear them sing, sing these hymns that have been passed down generation to generation. That's awesome. Just being able to be part of that that story and, and see how it's come together and even influenced present day, I think is kind of neat. I'm I'm biased. I love history. I studied history. So this is all, I'm like nerding out right now when you're talking, but <laughs> I'm sure, I mean, it's so cool too, just, you know, the different aspects, like how you can put together this project related just to music. And that really speaks to students and who want to maybe pursue music or something creative, you know, it, it maybe dance or any kind of spoken word, anything like that yeah. might be a, a cool connection for, for them. So that's so exciting. So kind of to wrap up, let's go back to, so we have these high school juniors and seniors who are trying to get ready for making that next step. What's something you wish you had known in high school? Like somebody had reached down to you and said, hey, Gordon, don't forget this or Here's something to, to help you with that next step. Um, it's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Any advice you wish you had received? I would say for, I would say being involved, the having like a, like a organization to go into was huge. Uh, and I, I noticed that for a lot of people when I was at Stevenson, those who may not have actively sought to be involved in the beginning of freshman year, but once the moment they became involved, how you end up buying into the college community around you. So I would always say look to be involved. Mm -hmm. I think that's such a good piece of advice. You know, you're not just going for, for class. And I, I remember seeing that too when I went to college. There were some students that just went to class and went back to the room and that's all they did and you're just kind of like Let's get involved you know get move yeah. out there because you might make connections that you didn't even realize existed you know you're going to be put in a room with people that can help you get to a next step or can open up your eyes to a new possibility 
And I think that starts in high school too. I mean, you know, you you had football, you had college, you had sports in in high school. Were there any other organizations that you got involved with in high school? Um, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, sadly not. No. <laughs> I mean, being an athlete takes time. It takes a lot of time. It's and that's something too. I think we're working on with with some students. They feel like they need to have 20 activities, but the reality is that I mean, the common application I think only gives you space for seven or eight. And, you know, you don't want to have too many that it looks like you're spreading yourself too thin. I think you had said, you know, really perfect your craft. I thought that was such a good piece of advice. You know, pick something, go all in. Really put some time and, and effort into developing that aspect. And that can really take you take you far as well. I mean, for you, it, it got you to play college athletics. And I'm, that was such a cool, such a cool experience. Actually, I, I remember one thing I was involved in, and Ms. Bachman will probably, <laughs> she'll probably be bad. I didn't remember this in the beginning, but I helped out with set group. So I helped out with um, with drama okay. and stuff to plays, which was a great experience. Yeah, kind of the, really the creative side, right? That that taps yeah. into that creativity. It just gets you out of your norm. I would. That's one thing I would say. Don't, don't do – be comfortable being – Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Do things that aren't common to your norm. And you really start to grow. Yeah. From Stepping outside of that that comfort zone. And that, that's a good piece of advice, especially, I think, for, for students at, at King County High School. It's very easy to fall into the pattern of what you're used to. But, you know, stepping outside and going, even just to, you know, Stevenson, it's a totally different environment, new people. Did you know, had, did anybody else from Kent County High School go to Stevenson your year? You um. Got- yeah, for my year, uh, Jennifer Quinn. Okay. So her and I went, and at the time, uh, rest in peace to Tyler Russo. He was a year older than me. He was he was already there. He was a sophomore when I was a freshman. Okay. So you might have you had a couple of connections, but it wasn't necessarily like everybody that you knew. So yeah. it was a a new environment, and of course, you had your whole team that you had to learn to interact with and work with. And um, now, did you play all four years college football? I did. Yeah, that's no. amazing. No, thank you. Yeah, what a cool experience. I mean, it's so it's it's tough. It's tough to be D three. I mean, you've got that balance of you have to have good grades to play, and you know, no. student athlete is a very you know student first, but athlete very 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 close second. So it's a it's not an easy an easy thing. And you said you also got involved in an actus, so you kind of kept yourself pretty busy. And I think that's important for students to remember in that next step. You know, get get involved, put yourself out there, and as you said, you know, be get comfortable with being uncomfortable for. <laughs> that will take you far. Well, I so appreciate you. I appreciate your your energy and your you know excitement for for Kent County. And it's so cool that you have your hands in a couple of really big projects. And I'm really really excited for this summer internship for for students. I hope that I think there's how many positions are there? Eight. They have eight eight, eight openings. So so lots of opportunity for any Kent County High School student <laughs> that wants to take advantage of it. It is a paid summer internship. It runs how many weeks? Um, six or eight. I want to say, I want, yeah, I think six. Six weeks. That sounds right. Six weeks yeah. in the summer, paid internship. You get to be in a room with college professors and people that are are really heavily involved in the Kent County community, making connections that could lead to something else. Who knows? But no. really exciting. <laughs> really exciting. Possibilities are endless. <laughs> Possibilities are endless. And on that note, thank you so much for for coming on the show today. We're really excited to have you as a guest. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we will be back next week with another installment of College and Career Corner. See you then.
91.5 WKHS Wharton.